0: Welcome to Bleed TV, the podcast for the best shows on TV, and I'm Jake. And I'm Zach. And welcome back, and we're today we are covering Into the Badlands, episode 106, Hand of Five Poisons. We don't have to get into the name again, because that's useless. Same director, Guy Furland, and same writers, Gogan Millar.
1: Well, at least this name actually has bearing on the plot line for this one.
0: Yes, Poison was involved. Yeah, multiple, multiple different times,
1: yes. <laughs> Very much so.
0: But uh, well, what was your thoughts, man, on the whole episode?
1: Man, best episode yet. Uh, in my opinion, I, that's, it completely fooled me. The writing was great in so many different directions they want. You can't Yeah, no one out there honestly can tell me they expected the outcome we got from this episode. No one can tell me – you know, in my opinion, in a straight face, that they expected things to go down the way they did in this episode. I, I really liked how they changed the pace, changed how things kind of broke up and who was going where, and then to leave it like they did, man, I was super impressed.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed this episode. They kind of threw a sh- just a shitload of stuff at you. I mean, there's so many twists and turns in this episode so many different characters starting at this place and then ending at this other place, and just like, God, what a shift! Yeah, and, I mean, know, no doubt plot lines, and I mean, people are either up a creek or, you know, we're completely confused on where they're going. You know, what I mean,
1: well, you know, I don't think anybody came out smelling like roses. You know, you really think about it, everybody was kind of screwed in their own little way, humbled. Most yeah. everybody was Yeah, humble. Well, so everybody got a dose of reality. Yeah. You know? Well, some people don't have any reality left, you know, but that's uh, <sighs> here and all there. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, uh, you know, like, and like the episode. I mean, it started off with a bang, you know, like I kind of missed that from that, you know, I think the last episode because the first, you know, four always started off with a, a, you know, boom and a, a good little action sequence that kind of got you going. And we missed that last week and went more kind of like the dream thing. Um, uh, it
0: wasn't like an action sequence we got this time, though. I mean, we got him... Um, did get a cool shot of him riding through the gates, though, through the poppy fields. And we find out he's dropping off the head of the cult. To yeah, the but, Kinga. like, it was,
1: you know, it was more – let me rephrase what I'm saying. Yeah, it wasn't like an action pack scene, but it was more like what that character embodies. And uh, I didn't expect him to, to try to, you know, throw the other guy's head down. You know, I didn't expect that at all.
0: No, I thought there was going to be a little more – torture, uh, you know, coming through Sonny about whether or not to kill MK for it and stuff. Right.
1: I thought that the, you know, MK possibly dying and the decision going to ship was going to be the plot line of episode six. No, not at all. No. Not even hardly a part of it. It was just like, all right, I'm going to throw a wild stab out there and see if this head works, you know.
0: You only hear about it in the first two minutes and the last two minutes. I know
1: it. Yeah. I mean... Uh, So another example, you know, just completely changed the script up on what I was expecting for the episode.
0: I agree. I thought there was going to be a huge back and forth between Sonny's head through the whole episode deciding whether or not to kill MK. Turns out, you know, he pretty much protects him or tries to through the whole episode and tries to fake a head.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, we had some great Twitter uh feedback with um was, what's that um TV attic, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, this uh guy, girl, whatever, he uh he was coming back and forth, and he was hitting us a lot last week about, you know, who's the, in, who's the insider, who's the traitor, who, you know. And he was uh, talking about this whole head thing, and he was kind of like, uh, you know, you think Sonny maybe would to cut the hair a little bit or this or that or so on. You know, the bottom line is, don't, like you and I debated, this guy's got a picture that looks like Picasso, you know, in his good days, or Rembrandt or somebody, either p- painted it or there's a Kinko somewhere out there in the Badlands Not that had Picasso, this that's picture. Sure. Um you know, realistically, you you wouldn't be able to tell unless this person saw him, and evidently he didn't. So I think it was okay just to thought it like it was, you know. You know, he was kind of like, well, maybe cut the hair and change this or that. Uh, I I think it was good the way it was because, you know, if you do too much, it could lead to more of a double-crossed thought. So, you know, um, I enjoyed that they really shook that up and they really changed it where you were going because then guess what? The rest of the episode, I was like, Crap, what's going to happen now? Where are we going with this? And
0: that's what I loved about this. Well, it didn't only focus on Sunny. There were so many characters that needed their plots to continue and where they were going to end up. I mean, from, we learned that looks like Jade poisoned herself. Yeah, which get we Lydia. all kind of
1: talked about that. How that was a very deep possibility.
0: Right. We kind of thought about that a little bit. Um, but, you know, completely throws Lydia out of the fort. Didn't kill her, which was kind of, Nice. I was
1: kind of surprised by that. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm happy she's not dead, but I guess I mean you are the the original love of your life, the mother of your children, all that stuff. I mean, I guess you, you know, but he's always played the most devilish, you know, badass and just get out, you know. Well,
0: what do you think about him saying I heard rumors about Beatrice? So he even he didn't know for sure if Lydia had killed his ex-wife.
1: Right. You know. You know, I, I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with any of it. I, I really didn't. I just uh, – I, I think that was a little bit of forced writing in some of that. I don't – you know, why regurgitate what we already kind of know and what's going on? Uh, I don't know if that was just part of the overall plan from Ryder or uh, – I, I I don't know. Uh, it just – it didn't oh, sink for me.
0: Do you think Ryder had something to do with Jade's plot? I want
1: to believe yes. I want to believe there was all a part of it.
0: I don't think so. I think Jade's on her own on this one.
1: Well, I mean, it, it makes it more impressive if she is by herself. Yeah. True, true. That's the way I look at that. Um, so, I mean, Jade, here's the difference. When we episode one, we knew about three, maybe four characters, really. I mean, you really think about those, what they really focused on. By the final episode, we focused on over ten you know, it has been oh. such a multiplication of characters and storyline, and fitting that into an hour. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not Game of Thrones. Don't, don't, it's not the same thing. But what I'm saying is, is that I care about each one of these character storylines, and that is what is impressive about the show. Is that is there one character you're like, why are we even watching this? You didn't feel that at all, in my opinion. I mean, I want to know what's going on with Tilda. I want to know what's going on with MK. I want to know about the other Barons. I want to know about Zephyr. I want to know about Ryder. I want to know about Lance Henderson. I want to know about all of them. I want to know where where they fit into the puzzle here. Because every single one of them is bringing something to the table. Not all positive, but it's a necessity.
0: Oh, yeah. And we touched on damn near every single one of them in this episode.
1: Absolutely. As well as we got new things coming this episode again. I mean, so constantly moving out, expanding, you know, I only worry now is that maybe we get too busy or now that we're possibly separating and we're going to have different plot lines like Walking Dead does all the time is when you get so big, they, they, oh, this episode is going to focus on this group and this episode is going to focus
0: on this group which drives me up the wall, you know. But, but who knows? Well, the thing of it is if, this, if Daniel Wu is right and this has been renewed for season two, they're not going to only have to have six episodes. They're going to have at least ten.
1: You know, if it's an AMC order, you know, it's just the timing, you know, when are they going to fit these episodes in? Is it going to get a different night of the week? Are they going to still cut into The Walking Dead? Like we talked about before, right, right. I just don't
0: see them trying to maintain a Sunday night with all the lineups they got. No, I see them trying to knock out December and January. that be their show for December and for January. Because you know, Walking Dead's going to start back in February. But it's like the 14th or so, so they could have December, January, and the beginning of Well, February. nobody
1: shows TV for those, you know, the, the week of Christmas, you know, New Year's. I mean, you're competing against college football, Christmas, all that kind of stuff. So you can really cancel two of those weeks.
0: Yeah, probably. And then we got football, NFL playoffs coming, and stuff like that. It's going to be tough.
1: You know, so I, I'm really interested to see how they're going to do that. And that could be the reason we haven't got the official announcement yet, which drives me crazy because the show has done really well, you know, numbers and everything. Wise. Yeah. So what is, what's the holdup of that? You know what I mean?
0: I don't know. I, hopefully we'll see something in the next couple of weeks. I mean, surely no. in a week or two, we'll, we'll get some official announcement. I mean, Wu is saying it's, it's on. And you see some other cast and crew saying, you know, looking forward to training with you and. You know, again next year, blah blah blah. So, right, right, right. I'm I'm leaning towards that way. Maybe there's kind of an embargo on whether or not they can say anything. You know, Webby Woo screwed up and wasn't supposed to say anything. But anyway, back who to knows. this episode. Um, I mean, we like I said, we touched on damn near everybody. Lydia, yeah. Once she gets kicked out of the gates, she kind of runs to her dad, and yeah, who,
1: Lance Henderson stuff. And he almost doesn't take her back, which. Which is good because the way he talked about her in the last episode, you know, if he just he'd be just opened his arms and embraced her immediately, it yeah. completely discredits everything he talked about. he did such a fantastic job with all his story and everything he talked about with Ryder. Um, you know, I do think it was kind of unique how Ryder talked about she still has the totems. And then he brings the totems out to her. Yeah, chest you know, chests, yeah. The timing was a little convenient, but like I said, when you're trying to fit this many characters in, you got an hour, you know, really 45 minutes of entertainment. You know, you almost need that little push, you know, to make her get to where she needed to go.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it didn't look like they were going to let her walk out with anything, right? So, Ryder had to bring him to her, basically. Right. So,
1: I think, I think that was a good little sprinkle to give this, give her plot line some direction. Yeah, just give and, her a through point. Right. And so, exactly. I thought that was good. Uh, Jade, you know, he. I'm not he. Jade. She did a a really really good job. You know, I was really kind of surprised by you know uh, her dialogue. You know, when when she realizes she's been set up by Jade. You know, I she her only record course is I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I thought you know to be a cunning bee as she is or what we, we think she is. I thought she'd be more like looking at her going well played, well well played. And I think something like that would have made the Baron. Think differently. You know what I'm saying? Because if you looked at Jade in the bed and you're like, "That was a good move," you know, like kudos to that effort. Because that's something I would have done, or whatever like that. I think the uh, the Baron would have took more to that instead of oh, mean innocent. I, you got to believe me. You know what I mean? Not the the yeah. damsel in distress commentary.
0: Yeah, I could see where that could be the case, but once again, they got a mover.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. They obviously have But the Baron, he, he seems to, you know, read people, know people, and that's, been, that's part of his character. And for him to completely abandon her and kick her out the gates without any whim of, of you know, or sniff of possible that, you know, that doesn't fit his character. That was the only part I was kind of like, hmm.
0: Well, he is a little impulsive. Though.
1: Right. So, you know, I mean is jade that just so invaluable to him you know that oh you're out lydia get out you know just because of one whiff of you know me catching something in a jewelry box you know right so i, I don't know but i i rolled with it they moved with it quick you know it got you where you needed to go so i was cool
0: right so that's basically jaden i mean we see jade littered for a minute yeah. yeah, She has a,
1: her little girlish grin on the in the bed as she yeah, she out the doors. You go, yeah, sweaty yeah. in the bed.
0: Um, <laughs> it, it, basically, ending Lydia's story is her getting baptized. It looks like. Yeah,
1: you see her come back. You know, she she becomes. And it's really curious because what does that mean for her future character? You know, that's the one thing about her, Lance Henderson. You know, leader of the Totemites is that what does that mean? You know, for them. In my opinion, they are going to be the only gateway to figure out what happened to MK. So I think that's where they're going to come back into play. It's yeah, the only thing too, I can see.
0: But they're also wanting to like rid the Badlands of barons and make it a peaceful society instead of a warring society. Yeah, well, at least I that's did. what they say. I mean,
1: right? I mean, so it's open. We'll see where that goes. But yeah, that I mean that's kind of wraps their whole little thing up.
0: Correct. All right, so we talked about Ryder a little bit. Ryder gets several scenes in this, one of which is going to speak to Quinn and throwing Sonny into the bus, saying he's the one that had the key to get into the tunnel. Um, you know, he's been holding on to MK and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, and of course the Baron saw MK in his power, so, it, you, know, you know, one plus one plus one equals three, you know.
0: Were you surprised that since we saw the Baron last episode see this, that... He would even let Sonny leave the premises at all to even go talk to the yeah, river yeah You know what I'm I, I,
1: I know what you mean. It was kind of curious because he went straight to, you know. It seemed like there was a little delay. You know, like it would immediately have been like, hmm. I mean,
0: it was literally the next day and they were running around doing stuff. I mean, Sonny left the premises, Lydia got kicked off the property. I mean, there's a couple things happened before this even comes up in conversation,
1: right? You know, well, you could say that. Well, he got off got off the property before he could get things in place to make sure we could lock him down. Because I mean, you gotta imagine, it's not like you like stay still while I go get their men to surround you. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I mean, and of course, you're gonna have to convince your other clippers. Oh, by the way, the greatest clipper you have is a you know a trail uh, rat bastard. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm okay with it. You know, it didn't it didn't bother.
0: Yeah, but we did get a small thing, though, where Quinn asks Ryder about the the pendant. And Ryder says he traded it. Yeah, that's his whole deal. He got rid of it. Quinn didn't it. look like he believed him either for that. But see, that goes back
1: to what I'm talking about. You know, he he looks like he has doubt and he's interpreting every, whatever everybody says except for Jade. Right. I mean, he's just blind love. I mean, he just doesn't look like the type. yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah, just, I agree. I mean, this is his third wife. I mean, let's go to be honest. When he sees her, all he wants to do is pull her dress up. I mean,
0: I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, Ryder is basically trying to put his whole plot in motion through this. Whole yeah, episode. you
1: see him go talk to Zephyr, and uh, and yeah, talk.
0: he tries to throw Widow under the bus on that one.
1: Right. Well, I mean, here's the deal. He makes his power grab, um, and he. I mean, it's a it's a smart one. Don't you wrong? You know. The less chiefs, the more control. You know, um, I just think it was a little ambitious. And to be honest with you, he was really a pawn in the long run of it all. Either way it goes. You know? Oh, I
0: think if it all turned out the way they thought it would, they would have ended Ryder. Yeah,
1: he would have gone down with his daddy right there in the street with the rest. Yeah, of. I think so too. So, I mean, realistically, you know, he he was a putz, a patsy for you know for the whole situation as well. Uh, I agree. You know, the widow was looking for women control, not weak, weak ass writer. You know, I, mean, I don't. I realistically don't see him in the plot. He was just a pawn,
0: right? We'll we'll get to how his series ended at the end, or whatever yeah. like that. But uh, let's move on to Quinn talking to Sonny. I mean, he sees him at the church, basically. Yeah, he made me in the chapel.
1: Yeah, and he regurgitates. You know, I remember the first time I saw you, and blah blah blah, and all that. You know. And then you know, basically, I can't believe he portrayed me. And then he gets surrounded, you know. And then I, I, I was really surprised he let him pull his knife and put it up to his neck, you know. And he goes, "You're gonna cut me down, Sonny, and do a, you know, battle of, you know, against your own men to get out of here."
0: Yeah, you got to cut through a lot of your own boys to get out of here and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and I was, uh,
1: I, and I kind of,
0: I don't know. At this point, I think he would have cut anybody down to get out of there.
1: That's what I thought. You know, I was kind of like, mm, if it means I'm getting bail out of Dodge, and I don't believe they're going to keep fi In my opinion, you cut the Baron down, and you get through them four or five that are right there, I don't see everybody else coming to attack you because everybody else in there knows who you are.
0: Yeah, and the, and once he said, go get his woman, and he plans on keeping MK, I mean, at that point, I figure Sonny should have just ballistic, yeah. you know, lost it. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess he was kind of trying to protect Vale in a way. Because I think if he loses his mind, then they just kill Vale.
1: Yes. I don't know. It's, it's just it's that whole. Why did he let the whole sword get out all the way to his neck? You know what I mean? Realistically, I would have had, you know.
0: All right. Grab a sword. All right. You're a traitor. I wouldn't have been within sword's distance of Sonny at any moment. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know. I'd had a couple clippers between me and him talking to him. <laughs> yeah, I really... You know. Hey,
1: you, over there, you hear me? Uh, traitor, you know?
0: Yes. Yeah, so we get Vale, and you know she's packing a bag. After she has called Sonny out, asking him whether or not he's the one that killed her parents, and it was his sword, and then once he denies that, she's like, well, why didn't you stop him You know, from killing my parents?
1: And his answer is, this is our last chance to get out of here.
0: Yeah, things will be different. Yeah, I mean... Who kind of cares a, a if it was weak. his sword? Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, he wasn't in a position to stop or, or kill because by killing him, you create war, and then thus gets us everybody killed. I was in a unwinnable situation, and he explained that earlier, you know, in the season.
0: Yeah what he what can you do? It's like so, if, if he like kills, she, like he said, he goes in there and say
1: he stops him, and he kills the baron. Right? Guess what happens then? Word gets out, all the other barons start coming. And they're running for their lives, and a lot of people die.
0: Well, not if, to mention the other Clippers will kill Sonny because that's ultimate treason, basically. Well, yeah. Like, there you go. Ryder will command them to kill him, Jade will command them to kill him. There you go. You know, it, it's a no win situation. Right. Typical, so, I mean, typical woman.
1: Her whole be- horrible idea of being upset and even listening to the Baron was not one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I don't. And I that's don't know. what he does. I, I, he I creates doubt, and that creates a little drama. But I think it was unnecessary. You could have left that all out, and it would give me two more minutes of action. I've been fine.
0: Yeah, but I think that's kind of showing some of Quinn's strengths. The way he's able to manipulate I me. Mean, see, he does it with well, MK. manipulate. But I think the other thing is too is it puts that doubt in your mind. Is she actually going to be there
1: to want to leave if they do get the opportunity to go? Oh, absolutely.
0: Pope? And at the end of the episode, you're curious where the hell is Vale?
1: Yeah. You know. you know, is she actually going to pack that bag? Is she actually going to go, you know, and is Sunny going to do all this to find an empty house? And, you know, that kind of stuff. So, oh, I yeah. mean, that, that does set that up.
0: Yeah, I thought, I thought it was well done, honestly. I mean, I know it's kind of a lot of rolling around, you know what I mean, but I enjoy it. I mean, it's a lot of kind of empty plot, I guess. Yeah. T- but the main well, story is, but, you, you know, the way they could have created the there. doubt. You didn't have to use the doubt of, I believe, and the
1: Baron over you, you know, on killing parents and stuff like that. I don't, you know, you, you could have done another way. Well, how can you trust this boat captain? Or, you know, I thought we had to do something, you know, that was steep price. Or go down those angles, you know.
0: Not so much of,
1: well, the Baron told me this. Did you really? You know.
0: Yeah, I understand. I understand. But Vale gets nabbed in the middle of the night. You're not sure. They cut the commercial on you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, the commercial
1: cutting there, man.
0: Yeah, well done. Good editing. Bastards, that's what I call that. But you find out it's Tilda that grabbed her, Mm -hmm. and for the widow, because the widow, like we saw last episode, got gashed pretty good.
1: Yeah, that was pretty gruesome. You know, the location of her wound didn't seem to match where I thought she got wounded in the battle. It was more like it was over her kidney or her side, where the spleen would be, and then when you looked at it, it was like directly in the middle of her abdominal area. Did you notice that? Uh, I thought it was about right to me. Maybe I was wrong, but. It it looked like it was a little off. To me, it did. But, you know, it didn't matter. You know, Vail comes in there and talks about how, yo, you got blood poisoning. You're lucky you hadn't traveled. You know, you're in rough shape. And, uh, you know, I love the cure for everything
0: clean sheets, water. Two two buckets of water or whatever. Clean sheets and hmm. some string. Basically,
1: guys, if you actually washed yourself, you might have been okay.
0: Yeah, if yeah, y'all weren't so filthy uh, I mean, look at Tilda Tilda does look like she needs a bath
1: Homegirl does need a bath oh, The mushroom top has got to go I mean, <laughs> get a freaking ponytail Toadstool. All I know is the widow's got this amazing hair That's just curled yeah. and weaved I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not a stylist My hair's shorter than a quarter of an inch you know, and then you see Tilda and I mean it looks like the breeze is the only thing that gives it a style. Ragged. Just yeah. ragged. She looks like uh, a raggedy I animal. Mean, and she's a pretty girl. We don't we, we need to do something with that.
0: Yeah, but this is Vale kind of having I think one of, the, one of Widow's good things too is also manipulation. But it almost seems truthful though. Do you think Widow's telling the truth that she wants to give women a voice and give them power? I mean she's trying to help Zephyr become a baron. And she has all butterflies. and so I kind of thought she was telling the truth. Here's
1: my theory. When she says, I know what MK is, I know about that, uh, you know, this place and all that stuff. So far, you know, I think that she knows a lot where she feels like maybe women are less in different things. And this is her chance to balance it out, you know. In the beginning you want to hate the widow, but by the end of the season, she's one of my favorite characters and I'm rooting for her. You know,
0: in a way you root for. Yeah, you, you do. Know, she's not as brutally cold-hearted as some of the others. No.
1: But she's smart, man. She's getting you know the yeah. way they write her in and the way they do
0: things. I mean, she's making puppets of everyone. And you would have thought she was a little colder, but she risked everything to go after Tilda when she was locked up. You know? Right, so
1: there is a motherly sense there. She will yeah. do what she has to do.
0: Yeah, she has feelings and cares for her, for her people, her girls. You know, but Vale's working on her. You know, she's very hesitant to let her. You know, pour medicine in her thinks it could be poison and blah blah blah. blah which comes up later, obviously, with the three vials. Genius way to get out of here. Yeah, very smart. I mean,
1: <laughs> another example of like a very plausible, a very smart. Great entertainment writing that I really, really enjoyed about this episode. You know, the whole, how can I guarantee you're going to let me get out of here safe? Blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, that whole word of, no, nah. here's three bottles when I'm gone. You know, that's what it is. You know, which don't get me wrong, it's foolproof. The girl could be like, yeah, yeah, it's the blue when you're good. What's the poison. You know, <laughs> oh, thought you were safe. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, and
0: you get, yeah, I could say you're getting the good conversation between Vale and Tilda. You know, choose your own path. Uh, don't think she has your best interest in mind. But I I thought that was kind of contradictory because I I actually kind of believe the widow a little bit.
1: Well, if widow is willing to risk her life to go solo in there to go save her and so on, that has to be the ultimate, you know, you are important. I trust you with my life that I'm willing to sacrifice or risk mine to the ultimate level to save you.
0: Right, see, I think they do a good job in the show of the characters being pulled in two different directions.
1: Oh, so many.
0: You know I mean, that's I mean? all MK was for the first three episodes. But look at every character with Sonny, you know, between Vale and MK and his Baron, blah, 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 whatever, you know. Yeah,
1: well, it's just it's the, it's the conflicts and the decisions you have to make because one is good for one but bad for another. And so that's what makes a drama. That's why it's so good.
0: Oh, I know, but I mean, every one of them have a good, like you said, a good conflict usually between one of two things, you know? So I, I really enjoy that. They, they've really tapped into that so well this season. Well, that and of course, you care about every character. So that's what makes it so,
1: oh my God, what way is it going to go?
0: Yeah, the consequences are yeah, enormous. exactly, right? you know?
1: And so it's not like some other shows where you're like, ah, who cares if that one dies, you know, or something like that. I mean, like my favorite show, Walking Dead, there's some characters that I'd be like, Pfft, about time they were killed, you know, fluff, Right now, I mean, I'm I wouldn't like a character to go.
0: Yeah. Cuz we also get Widow telling Vale that basically un- unraveling her plot, you know. Vale you yeah, may not I mean, have a home I've to go set home things to. in motion, you know. Yeah, things are are moving that can't be undone at this point. And you could go home and be nothing left for you. Um which which the timing really, of
1: that was pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, which just puts that needle in your arm where you get pumped up because you know that last oh. five minutes of the episode's coming. You're like,
1: oh, yeah. I mean, it because you know you've already learned that Zephyr and Ryder are planning an ambush,
0: right. and
1: then she's talking about, well, now I've set things in motion that are going to really change the entire landscape of stuff, and so you're starting to realize, oh wow, like you're saying this last 10 or 15 minutes of this episode is going to be a major shakeup And what you think how things are going to go. So you're just over there sitting on your seat and just like I tweeted out, anticipation, anticipation. It was, it was The struggle was real,
0: you know? Yeah. I, they did a really good job. Last episode of feeding you into a finale. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then this episode picked up with, like you said, a bit of a talky episode but every bit of it is just building tension building set tension up,
1: set up you know set up and set up that was making your mind look in one direction and the whole time yeah people hitting us with a you know a, yeah. a hook a rope a dope you know it's like a magic show you know you're focused on this and poof there's the you know the excitement's right in front of you you know so enough it's it's good stuff man
0: <laughs> but all right so other major characters we deal with this one is Sonny and mk Mm -hmm. Sonny gets chained up. He's locked up for a little while. And then one of our favorite characters shows up
1: Waldo. Mr. Waldo. Oh, my gosh. On Twitter. Oh, the wheelchair they, access? Hilarious. <laughs> oh, I was talking about who knew the Baron was so devilish, but had wheelchair access in his. Yeah, all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so, like, um, man, oh, that's Waldo's so lucky, long. Man. I, I, how dare they talk about disabled people like that? I'm ashamed of this person. <laughs> no, well, but anyway.
0: Walco, Waldo just locks them hubs in. Or uh, yeah. Good. Four Hello. low. <laughs> 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 or considering
1: how you beat the crap out of MK, you know, the guy can do you know probably one wheel down the Oh, and we get
0: a nice neck snapping. Oh, uh, from I know. Him.
1: A little shot to the groin, and then snap, snap. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Nobody talks to the prisoner. Oh, what, what was that? One more. <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. it's awful. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was like, uh, Waldo's not the guy you play with. You know. So Waldo's kind of playing both sides, though. He cares about Sonny enough to free him, but
1: well, like you said, he's the widow's, you know, turncoat. Inside. He's the yeah. Yeah. realist. He's the what, 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 he had some different catchwords for himself, you know, revolutionist or he's revolutionary, is what he yeah, said. And uh, he's like, you know, it's just time to implode this garbage we have now and start over, you know. And yeah, he says the he sees not, the writing on the wall, not
0: working yeah. the way it is. So yeah,
1: and I, huh,
0: who cares, you but, know. Once again, here's another open up. You figured Ryder was the inside man this whole time working with I the never winner. thought it was Ryder. I always made, I always, like I
1: told, I tweeted out and I put on Facebook, I was like, it's a main character, but it's not someone you think it is. Yeah. And, you know, and I even got credit back for it, you know, from a few people that, you know, yeah. I, Waldo was, was that, that surprised person you just never thought, you know. But it makes sense. I mean, it just it was right in front of you. You just didn't notice it, you know? I mean, who would well, have the most to gain to wanna be against the Baron? Who would have the most to, I mean,
0: it makes 100%. Oh, he was set aside by Quinn. Exactly. But for saving also cares his own about child. Sonny.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, this that and you never saw it coming. You never had that inkling. Genius. And cool
0: learning that Waldo is the one that found Sonny was said he should have freed him from this life long ago. Either should have slit his throat or it was sent him a different direction. You know what I mean? Right, and he had the medallion. And he had the medallion and threw it to Sonny. So Waldo even knows more than we thought before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This and that's other thing. We never got the
1: answer about the medallion, the city, and everything else. We Now, we could glimmer you know, a little picture of things, but... No, they didn't they really didn't nail down
0: any solid answers. No you have no idea. And Even who's alive and who's dead. Exactly. Because there's some mystery out there on some deaths. Yeah, there was a lot of blood, deaths. but you don't know who was still kicking. Absolutely. So I don't know where to go from here because Sony and MK kinda intertwine with each other throughout, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I mean, you could talk about their different interactions, you know. There was a part where, the one part I thought was kind of unique was, like, remember when N.K. was kind of, like, being entertained by the Baron, you know, after the betrayal, and Baron's just kind of talking him up, and I gave oh, him a life, you know. Right, right, right. I gave him a life of, you know, choice and freedom, and look what he did with it, and da-da-da-da-da, you know, what do you want? I know you've got that girl out there, you kind of like, you mean, catch her for her? And, yeah, catch you know, that butterfly. Keep her safe, the, you know.
0: Right. And uh, and, uh, and let Sonny live, if that's what you wish.
1: You right, know. you know, and the MK's soaking it up like a dry sponge, you know. Yeah. And it was a little cheese, but, you know, I guess you really kind of play along because he's just trying to cater. You, you need to realize MK is a boy. He's not a gr- man yet. And so you I guess That's just how you'd be talking to an adolescent, you know. I'm going to give you whatever you want. You like a little girl, let's do it. I'm going to take you to the, you know, to the club and you know, get house, you a little bunny. Yeah. And you, I don't want you to look awkward for your first time with your woman, you know, and it, Yeah. So I'm trying to be that mentor, you know.
0: He hit on every note that MK's torn on. Yeah, exactly. You know? He you know, knew exactly was, what buttons to push to get him at least enticed for his offer oh yeah he's, you know, he's gonna get him
1: to walk he's gonna
0: get him to take him Absolutely. for a walk you know and of course we know where the dollhouse is we know where the final scene's gonna end up being because that's where Vale lives right there by it and all that stuff so cool setup for that yeah and, you know and you know the whole time you know I was t-
1: still talking to my wife and I was like why is that fool going by himself why is that fool going by himself why is this t-? and then I was like wait a minute you know he's bringing the weapon with him you know yeah this he's is fully be aware epic you know fully aware
0: that he's about to be ambushed, so yeah.
1: At least you can come on out and you know show yourselves. You know, <laughs> absolutely, I love it. I love it. You know, his dialogue was, was pretty sweet, yeah. Which is gonna crush me later on when we talk about this. No, I know it, I know it. You know, the, all right. Look, first, all right, so of course, you know, Jacoby comes out. Is it Jacoby? Jaco- Jacoby, 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 right? Of course, Zephyr. And then Ryder comes out, and you can see, you know, the Quinn is truly surprised that Ryder is a part of this whole little plot line. You know, he's like, well, you know, you daddy always told me to come take it. You know, the power. Well, the power has to be taken. And uh, he's like, you know, there will be no restitution. There will be no. Uh, Can't come back from this, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, so, you know, I'm like, all right, he's finna to cut him. We're about to get some action, you know.
0: How about the wound he puts on him? Was it not just a little. Overkill? I mean, I thought he might just give him a little nick. Yeah, really. Or maybe he thought he had to big time bleed him for it to last longer or something. He gave him pretty good gash on the Dude,
1: shoulder. It, it, was like, it looked like a walker bite. You know, it was yeah.
0: like... you know, Okay, and then I thought we were going to get some massive fight scene. We get Jacoby punched through a, a building. Yeah, right through a the door, window. You cuts know, to stuff. black.
1: You know, he's yeah. walking
0: towards some people or whatever. You know, Zephyr and Ryder look a bit scared and shaken.
1: Yeah, I was really surprised, at within you know, for there for a short period of time, I was kind of mad. I was like, because you know, the next time you cut a scene, you see a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. You see MK crush a guy's
0: head yeah, with his foot, and,
1: and there's people laying places with blood everywhere, and you see Zephyr on the ground. She gets up and she gets knocked forty feet, you know, twenty feet in, up in the, air, the air into the wall. To
0: the wall, you know. Okay. Is Jacoby dead? Is Zephyr dead? No, no. Neither one, right? No, no. You know,
1: unfortunately, Quinn was the only one I think is toast. And really, honestly, there is no guarantee he's dead either. Because you really think about it. Now, he got stabbed through the gut. Now, I think he's toast. Don't get me wrong. If yeah. I had put my money on it. I think he's done. But, you know, you you never know. Um, and so, yeah, you, Sonny, you know, <laughs> Gives him the old stab, and Quinn's going the down. The last
0: tattoo he's putting on his back. Right yeah, there. great line. Yes. Great
1: line, you know. Yeah. And so, of course, he tries to go get
0: MK by putting him in the headlock. Bad idea. Yeah, poor decision. All, All right, right, but before we you get there, poorly. Though, <laughs> I poorly. I was slightly disappointed in Quinn's departure. I thought it he went out without a fight. It was fight. like
1: – it's like he got mugged in the alley. You know what I mean? Oh, he's like oh, – well, no chance oh. for
0: conversation, I guess, and then it, just run through. Yeah, it was kind of like, like... Man, you're such an awesome character. I hate to see him go out on a Peter like that. At least show him
1: get a little bit of some kind of fight.
0: I mean, no he had word. blades in his hand. It was the one he just cut MK with. I mean, he didn't even fight. He, he didn't. Just so he, he did. just ran through. I was really disappointed in that. I will give you that. I would say that was the one down part.
1: But I'm going to be honest with you, I think it was time crunch. I mean, really think about it. You couldn't probably get another 32nd minute deal of him kind of getting into a little battle or fighting or something like that. I think we needed to
0: get to the, the three monks, you know? I understand that. But Quinn was probably my favorite character in the whole season. Uh, I know it. Yeah. And he, I think he was the best actor in the show, too. So, to me, I think for him to go out like that, if he's... I know there's not 100%, but I think he's dead. Yeah. I I hate to see him leave the show like that. I'm with you, man. Because who do they replace him with? You know, what what character can hold the water he could hold? Do you think there's a chance that Vale
1: goes around the corner and finds him over there suffering and somehow saves
0: him? Vale's got to stop saving people. Just saying. I'm just <laughs> saying. Know,
1: you know, everybody's talking about the Jon Snow theory that Melisandre rolled up in that place, and everybody thinks they know what's going to happen because of that. Man. Vale rolled up in there, <laughs> and he could be over there bleeding to death, but you know, hey.
0: Yeah. I hope he's alive. I hope he is alive because he's you know, a, that's a, a damn sword, good actor. Though, man. Because if he's alive, it's kind of like. Mm, Jeez. I mean, with this you know, antique medicine they're performing. I know, man. How much can you survive? We
1: got Kinko's copying, but we can't, we got, you know, we're taking sticks. No antibiotics
0: to- that I've seen or anything like yeah, that. So mm, it'd not, it's not be looking pretty good. tough. So
1: before we get to the three monks, you know, let's talk about the guy who was sent to go find the three monks for the cleansing by Lance Henderson's character. Remember that guy? He's like, go and...
0: Random old man walking through to right. a Right, well, that
1: was the guy that was his little... His right-hand man at the total Knights. Right, all right. So it looks like he's been walking for ever. You okay, because yeah, been a I mean, minute. I mean, it's good. one ways. Now, are we saying where he ended up is the city that everybody's looking for in this medallion?
0: Okay, it looks. It looks very much like, like it. it, but
1: I was kind of like mm, not. It sounds like That's an it. old
0: factory or something. You know.
1: Yeah. It's is it what's it called, Ezra? Azra, Azra, and
0: I'm gonna say that's not Azra.
1: God, I don't know, man. It did you know it was like the pyramid effect of pipes. It and looked all like stuff. it.
0: Yeah, I mean it kind of looked like it to me. I almost need a f- still frame, you know, the two against each other. But I'm happy you say that because
1: I wasn't convinced that that was it. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. I just. I mean, it looks like it. Am I supposed to believe that's it? You know, I don't know. I'm not like somebody should be like walk up here and go and there'll be a road sign, you know, 27 steps to Azura, you know, but I mean I'm not asking for that, but I'm just saying I don't know. I I think it is. I just I was kind of, but I had doubt when the way they showed it. I think I just had this mental image of you know you have these pendants that are just amazingly craft and they're so elegant and like that, and to look at this thing, it looks like an industrial waste field that's in a pyramid shape, and you walk in and there's and it looks like Buddhist monks. It wasn't
0: what I envisioned. No, and I think I, that's what hurt it. Well, I don't think it is. I don't okay. think that's it. No. I honestly don't. I mean, I'm confused on the timing a little bit. Because that guy walked, I'm assuming, and if they're driving back across that desert to get back to that place, dude was lucky to be alive. Well, he said, you know, we can get there, it's a day's drive, but he walked. Yeah, if it's a 24-hour drive, that's a hell of a walk. I mean, a hell of a walk. Yeah,
1: even if it was 10, 12 hours, I mean, homeboy... Didn't look like he was in shape for that kind of walk, <laughs> yeah. especially going up some hills and stuff like He's that. He's able
0: to die of old age before yeah. he got there. I mean, come on, come yeah. on. I don't know. I'm a little curious about. I think they they had to edit that in there with some yeah some the, timing. I mean, yeah. the dudes were driving some old Apache truck, dude. The sixty something Ford or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Was what not
1: about. what I envisioned <laughs> the badass Buddhist monk, you know, Joe's would be rolling up in here.
0: But what are they going to drive? This is true. Fly. They're going to fly over. This is true. You know, that would have helped the time. A nice, like, steampunk helicopter <laughs> <laughs> landing there. No. They just paracord down out of it. <laughs> you know, that's the other thing.
1: Be honest with you, I would have expected horses,
0: you know? Yeah, that would kind of fit with the monkey. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. you, know, you know, show up. On IMDb, they called them Abbott. Abbott's. Abbott's. I don't know they're they going to continue like to call to that. Yeah, they're monkey They're going to be dudes. called
1: monks until I hear differently.
0: Yeah, so until I hear one say, talk to the abbot over there, yeah. I'll, <laughs> we'll
1: stick with monkey.
0: Yeah, I mean. Um,
1: uh, but they show right. up. They show up and immediately diffuse MK by doing the Kung Fu Panda, you know, highlighted hits. You know. Yes, yeah, the. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's all I thought about for the next 10 minutes after the show was over. I was like, wait a minute. That's Kung Fu Panda, you know, where, you know, he hits here and a little highlight glow <laughs> it's hits. the fury. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just uh, hitting you know. pressure points, you know. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, uh, and this guy, you know, he moves like the wind, you know. Um, but really, really cool. Very, you know. This went well into the. Asian, you know, wire work kind of over the top. Kung Fu. Kung Fu. Yeah. It was okay. You know, now we've broken to the mystic and magical and so on, and so completely plausible, completely necessary (gasps) in my mind. I think you needed that. If it was just a badass fighter, then, you know, what's
0: the difference of that and Sonny? MK has to have some kind of rival. He can't be just ultimate weapon all the time. No. Because no one can uh, touch him. Right, you know. Um, So to see that there's more out there like him, you know, but well, they're
1: obviously, they're just like him, but they've learned how to harness their potential and Can power. turn
0: it on and off.
1: Right, you know, and not necessarily even need it. I mean, you see how they were pretty pretty. Oh, they are pretty but, solid, but that was Sonny facing two of them at one time. Yeah, one time there was even three, you know, yeah. different parts. So, you can see the skill level of Sonny's legit. As soon as they became, you know, more black eyes, yeah. you know, yeah, Sonny was coughing up blood pretty good against that fender.
0: Dude, some of these maneuvers they were pulling on him. Oh, they right? no. flipped back on the dude's arms. Because first they stood back and just let the single guy go after Sonny. You know, and that was a pretty good battle. You know, I think he still got the better of Sonny a little bit. But once Sonny gave him one good kick and he slid back and they all jumped on his hands and did... Superman punches. Oh, yeah. I almost felt like we were watching truck. Street Fighter. <laughs> <hurricane, you> know, <laughs> yeah. You know, Taking him away. It got pretty you know,
1: crazy. How cool was it to see Sonny put the swords together and we get
0: a new weapon style? Oh, so happy. some Darth Maul type stuff. Yeah. Man, it's like really? Right the only off. thing we didn't hear, you know, <laughs> you know,
1: wum, 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 wum. the only unfortunate <laughs> thing
0: was I wish I would have liked to have seen that when he could be dicing up some dudes. Yeah, give me some actual cut and dice yeah, some yeah. kills with it instead, instead of everywhere. He got a few cuts on these Abbott Monk type characters. Well he did you know, he did get one and that's what yeah. kind of turned him. So yeah.
1: it was that's something else I enjoyed. They weren't untouchable. He did get some licks in. He did make a cut. He did that's show it. that he's he did have skill. He's a real deal. Yeah, and so it didn't make it where it was just completely one sided fight, you know. And so Man, I loved it. How cool was it that when this monk, you know, he de- de- you know incapacitated MK, he rolls
0: him down his leg and his foot catches him and gently, gently sets him on the him. ground. Yeah.
1: Impressive.
0: Yeah, cuz it looked like they were just going to just let a roll to the ground hard. He's like, nope, he's one of us, you know. They like, took the time and the detail
1: to yeah. show you that that everything was precision, everything was skill. I really, really enjoyed it. It made up for the lack of the fighting between Jacoby and, Z- and Zephyr and all of them, you know, right. to really focus more on this is the finale. This is what brings you out of your seat and says, boom, this is why we're a badass
0: show. I think this was the, here's what you got to look forward to right? type Th- of deal. <laughs> here's the
1: new mystery that you didn't even know was a mystery you'd
0: be drooling for. Yeah, um... When they do the spinning triple punch yeah. I a few times, <laughs> dude, I thought, legitimately, I thought Sonny was going to regurgitate his heart or yeah, something. Yeah, really. I'll cough up the lung and be like, yeah. hmm, put them stuff back in Let me back. just gurgle up some of my ribs.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> i got to snap these back together. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah.
0: <You laughs> well, give me a moment. Yeah, <laughs> <me a moment. laughs> uh, really. Yeah, I don't see how Sonny stands. Yeah,
1: Moves. you know, that's the other thing. Like we talked about before, you know, these people getting hit hard enough that they fly 30 feet and hit a wall. Through walls. You know, and through walls and stuff like that. And then they're... A <laughs> little blood, I'm okay. Shake it off. Shake, Shake it, off. it off. Rub some dirt on it. Rub some dirt <laughs> on it. <Yeah. laughs> um, Tough mm, bastards. I mean, let me tell
0: you. Impressive.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> these This skeletal system they have, the genetics, <laughs> and this post-apocalyptic world is...
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. I guess we left that. We passed that on yeah. Only the strongest.
1: Well, it just goes back to you know, it's more of that, you know, Hong Kong, Kung Fu, Asian, you know, entertainment style of fighting and that that's what the show is. And it's okay. You know. Oh, I don't care at all. Yeah. I mean, if we were watching Walking Dead and people flying forty feet, I'd be
0: I'd be throwing the mic on the ground and be like, Yeah, that's complete horse, you know. This is not one of those shows where I shut my brain off because I think the plot and the stories are better than that. Yes. You know, the fighting, you have to kind of turn your brain off because that's well, what it is. You got
1: you got to turn your realistic expectation meter way on down, Yeah, you know, and you just focus on, all right, how's the writing and the plot going? Cool, How are you enjoying that. the characters? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to turn the meter down. It's fight time, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, and, but that's when you turn the dumb <laughs> up and it's like, this is awesome. <laughs> exactly. You know, I love exactly. it. I love it. This show does both things really well, in my opinion. Exactly.
1: Now, now, I mean, we've been spending the last you know forty minutes talking about how amazing the show is and so on. You know, it's amazing for what it's intended. If I was going to compare this to like some of the other shows we pod, it's just it's apples and oranges to me. I don't know about you. I mean, like you put this to like a True Detective or Game of Thrones or even Walking Dead or these other ones we do. They're just I saw that. Anyway, um, <laughs> just completely different types of shows, and so it's not even a fair comparison.
0: But I don't compare them. That's right. Why I'm, I go into shows with certain expectations. Well, you, you'd be surprised how many times I get asked.
1: So, how does it compare to Walking Dead, or how does it compare to Game of Thrones, or how does it compare? And I'm over like that's not even a fair, legitimate question. I said, now you wanted to ask me how does it compare to some other, you know, Asian-inspired kung fu movie or. Something or another post-apocalyptic deal where guns are not allowed, or you know, it's just it is its own niche. Its own. It doesn't have a comparison. It really, it doesn't. It really does. You can't name another show on TV that has quality production that's even in the same ballpark as this show. In my mind, not
0: one that I've seen or know. Yeah, I mean, I go into every show with a certain expectation level. And hope it meets it, but I also don't get too crushed when it doesn't. Right, like Game of Thrones and True Detective. I mean, you're talking about HBO shows, period. Right. I mean, if you've ever watched Band of Brothers or The Wire or anything, you know that's a serious
1: drama. You know, this these guys commercial free. It's like an extended movie. It's a
0: legitimate hour of amazing, well produced television. Exactly. So I can't compare that to even to a network show. Just like you can't compare a network show to a cable channel show. Let's don't even discuss network, okay? Yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's,
1: like, I, that's like cussing on this place. I man. don't watch network TV. It's I just watch, hard to watch it, man. I've, it's just, I've, I cannot give you what you need in comparison to what I'm expecting now.
0: Yeah, well, too many shows have just broken that wall. You know what I mean? Right, well, I mean, every network you have... We have some version of ER on every
1: on every network. We have some version of a cop Law and Order show on every network. We have CSI, some kind of fire show every now. City. Every CSI. I mean, <laughs> they are beating folks to death with the same stuff over and over and over. I mean, again. I can't,
0: if people are watching it, fine. But people aren't talking about it. People are talking about Breaking Bad's and The Walking Dead. AMC. And FX, HBO, exactly,
1: Netflix. You know these these places are producing stuff. People are going,
0: oh yeah, you know. Yeah, that's the water cooler shows. Exactly, exactly. exactly.
1: Now back to the episode. We, to wrap it up, you know our characters are put in different locations. Okay, we, we realize that Sonny, you know, after he's coughed up his lung, his ribs, his heart was moved over a few places, all that kind of stuff. You know, a shadowy figure steps over him and then all of a sudden he's gone and come to find out he's uh, on the old boat. He made the ship afterwards, you know?
0: Who knew that he had to be at the ship by midnight? Um, Only
1: veil, vale, right? Right. Well, I just think that uh, the ship captain, I can't remember that guy's name. No, they weren't coming to get him. No way. Yeah,
0: they came to get him because they knew they were double crossed. So his henchman came and got him. Man, I don't know the way he said this boat's leaving at midnight. It doesn't wait for any man, including you. I still think I think Vale might have dropped his ass off. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah.
1: That's the whole reason him coming down there and be like, you know, you know, you don't cross me, you know. And I'm gonna trade you for the skills you have, and so on. You know, I'm gonna get my money out of what you know deal I made, and. And so, yeah, that, that, that was completely down the line, and I liked it because now you got him going in one direction. Vale is back in place with no Sonny and finds a broken sword, which is a good indicator that maybe he's no longer or whatever. And then, of course, you got MK. He's in, he's in the lockbox yeah. headed to a far, far away land in their old Ford truck or whatever that truck is. you know,
0: You got a little voiceover with MK at the end, too. It you know, shows him trying to holler it in the box, but he's talking about, you know, his future and where he's going and mm-hmm. things like that. So, well,
1: here's the deal: when they say "cleansed," are we are we to ensue that that means killed or I think it's trained to become
0: what those were? Obviously, the totemite people are connected to yes, this. They they they, they, know they are what's going a, on. they are an anti-violent. Group. Right. So they want to make sure this guy's powers are never used for an evil. Thus that's why he's collected and taken. Right. And I so, think cleanse is just to wipe at first you would think it was to wipe his powers away. I think this is more just to, like you say, train him, let him understand where you know where his powers come from and stuff like that. And use them for positive, like you said. Right.
1: So it kind of leaves you hanging with everybody. You well you no, know, don't, the,
0: don't forget the widow tells Tilda that she used to be like MK. So, do we think Widow had MK's type powers in the past? Mm, very possible. You know, maybe
1: maybe that's how she knows. The more you bleed, the you, you lose your power. Well, so she got-
0: said she's the only one trying to protect him. Yeah. Not use him as a weapon, but to protect him. You know, if you think back through the whole the whole season, I don't think she ever says she wants to use him as a weapon. And it's not till this final episode she says, no, I'm just trying to get him and protect him. So he doesn't end up like me or something. Because, like, yeah. what if she was cleansed of her power or whatever? Maybe so.
1: You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe so. Maybe you got a good point there. Um, you know, I didn't really think a whole lot into it. Because every time I think about it, you know, if she really knew how smart is it to grab somebody by the hand and cut him? When you're literally right in front of him. I mean it's a de- dangerous idea. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Considering what we know, you know, and if she knows what you are if you get cut, I ain't the one cutting your hand. Hell no. And put some crossbows aimed at this kit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It but I said it leaves you hanging with a great mystery of what's her backstory. How does that compare? You know.
0: Uh, I feel like Sonny's gonna be a gladiator. Of some kind. He yeah. appears to be going on that path. You can easily see that guy selling him into a... Slave trade. A uh, slave trade type deal. Gladiator pit of some kind. Gambling. Right. You, hey, you know, as long as we don't see Russell Crowe fighting him, we're okay. I'm cool as long as he doesn't sell it to Tina Turner. Oh. Uh, Thunderdome. Thunder oh, my <laughs> good God. Two-man Into <laughs> That's awesome. That's <laughs> hey, awesome. Yeah. Hey, look. That's... This show is mad maxi. It is. You know. It's not that, like, it's not that dark.
1: Yeah, and it's not but, that desperate. You yeah, know what I mean? Like I agree. those people. Yeah, These that's people, a desperate food, world.
0: There's water. There's food. And there's, yeah, that's a that's a trade. much trade. Yeah, Mad Max is
1: rough. rough yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a desperate world.
0: Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not feeling that. But I, I know what you mean. Okay. Ryder runs off out of the street. So he's alive. We know. But what's the fate? If Quinn is dead, what's the fate of the fort? Jade in control? Um, well, if Ryder's alive, then you can imagine
1: he's going to come back and then the confidence level of him being a leader is going to be his biggest obstacle. And whether or not Jade is actually in his corner or is he the next victim to Jade or whatever. But then um, where's Waldo stand with the widow?
0: Um, I think Waldo is just doing his own part. But I'm wondering if... Waldo appeared to be clearing the play or helping the widow clear the place so the widow could take over Quinn or eliminate the fort. It's possible. It's Which would possible. leave Ryder nothing, you know? Yeah,
1: you know, Ryder's one of the one character I can say that his longevity is not something I'm concerned about.
0: Well, I I agree with you. He's not one of my favorite characters, but I feel like he's a crucial character.
1: Yeah. Uh, and that's... that's it's true, but I can see it just being nothing but a negative. Whatever he's a part of, so yeah, I
0: don't know how he doesn't have any friends.
1: Uh, and the respect, he's not a fighter. You know, I mean, yeah. like I mean, he's just. I don't see how he could even survive as a baron. You know, he, there's no such. A, every baron in every region is just a complete badass, and he is a stick. soft. Yeah. yeah, softy. I mean, we got walking charmin here. I mean, I just, uh, that's why I say I don't see him. I think he becomes a groveling, you know, like his mother ended up having to be groveling to get her life. I think he's going to have to grovel for his, you know, he's going to, in some capacity.
0: Well, and so far we've only seen Quinn, Jacoby, that's the only Barons in the widow. It's the only Barons. We we know
1: there are several more. And I think
0: they said there's like eight or something like that. So that leaves open more room this
1: show has unlimited potential with how much they've explained is out there as well as put in your mind of what's potentially even farther out there Yeah, and where it what could is go beyond that. the bad lines. I mean, yeah. so I mean, they could go a lot of ways. You're right. I mean, Malar and go have really, really set a wonderful palette for everybody to enjoy. And, uh, Thing I'm excited that I can't wait to hear you know when it's renewed and how many episodes we're gonna get and what we're looking forward to next season and you Absolutely. know I'm we're gonna I think we're even gonna, gonna approach you know Milar and go see if they'll give us a little interview on here and see if maybe they'll you know give us a few minutes and tell us about it and because uh, I think we're like the we're their number one podcast we're dedicated to them and uh, we really want to promote this show I think it's I think it could really turn into something really special if they keep going in the direction they're going.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I'll be a little uh, not sad that it's only six episodes because they pack so much into six episodes that you don't really have to. It is a really well done six episodes. Right. Like, I might miss the fact that it's only six episodes next year if it gets renewed. Do you know what I mean?
1: Right. I know what you're saying. <clears throat> because, they because just, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Walking Dead's first season was six episodes, and they were the best six of the entire series, bar none to my mind. And I think I have 90% of people agree with me on that. The next season or so, they they doubled it and moved on, yeah. and Lots of it led so to it's... the worst season in right. Walking Dead history. And then we had to kind of adjust to the pace and the amount and so on. And which now I do enjoy it, you know, because I have my you know moments of oh, I have my Walking Dead. I'm missing it to you know, like right now when February 14th coming, you know, so. I'm really curious, you know, are they going to be able to? Can, are they going to be able to maintain that kind of pace and action level if they do bump it up to a higher than six six episode level?
0: I think it all depends on whether or not they give them a huge budget increase. Very true. You know, because I, yeah. I hate to see this show slow to a crawl on an episode because it is the action that keeps you coming back. You know, I think the plot's good and the story's good and actors are do just fine, but the action like guarantees your viewership next week. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And I'm with you there. Not only that, like my wife, she don't care a whole lot about the action. She just really loves the characters. And so that's a female's perspective, who I would not expect to really kind of dive into the show. She's neck deep in it. And so she's always a great catalyst, you know, a comparison for me because of her opinion, you know, like she thought true detective was God awful. You know, it was too much. It was too confusing, too many characters. You didn't care about any of them. da, 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 Total opposite for this one. She's just enthralled. She wants to know about every one of them. What's going on? Ooh, wow, she did that. You know, that kind of stuff. So that's what I think. And I think that's what's, you know, if you want to to talk about the season overall, this was six episodes that were well done, well paced, that incorporated a really cool action level that was believable for the niche that it was designed for and made you love – basically every character to want to know and be a part of each one's storyline and how they intertwined as, and it grew, you know, and grew and grew and maximizing larger and large. And then now left us with just such great mystery and intrigue and you're drooling for more.
0: Absolutely. So I really, really look forward to the announcement. Yeah. There's no doubt. Um, but that's it, man.
1: Yeah. As for into the badlands, we would call that a wrap, but, yeah, uh, wrap it up. Um, last week we announced our winner, you know, our bottle top winner, uh, Jeanette, who actually goes by Jay, um, you know, and she got her prize in the mail and she was pretty pumped about that. But we also told her that she could do uh, a podcast or two or anything of her choice, what she thought Sutter, a Sutter cast, as we said, and she has come back and she wants us to do a recap, uh, one podcast on the entire final season of Sons of Anarchy. And, uh, one of my favorite seasons, uh, by far, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, and bro, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to doing this.
0: Absolutely. Because I actually didn't watch the final season until this year in late, you know, and I was way behind.
1: You were cause they, you know, we had the one year anniversary a few, couple of weeks back for the end of the show. Absolutely. You know, and that was a, that was a big deal for sons of anarchy fans out there. And uh, it was for me, you know. I just it, didn't realize it was already a year ago, you yeah, know, just... that our one of my favorite shows, one of my wife's favorite shows of all time, you know, wrapped. And uh, I, I almost wish that you know we had been podcasting back then, so we could have covered it. You know,
0: oh, definitely would have. It, it would have been.
1: It would have been on top of our list. I think. You know.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love the show. It's a wonderful it's, show.
1: Yeah, I mean. Kirk Sutter is just, you know, I think he's just a fantastic producer, director, and writer. And, and Sons of Anarchy is just one of those amazing series that just gripped everybody. And you know, I always loved the the pun of his, his Shakespeare on motorcycles. You know, but uh, it was it was legit. You know, and now I'm a huge Charlie Hunnam fan, hunting fan, and and all these characters. You know. Uh Flanagan and uh, Kim and all them is just, you know, just amazing, amazing.
0: Chips and Tig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd call <laughs> and it really Bobby you know? Elvis and Yeah, happy and all of them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I uh it's pretty fresh in my mind still. So Exactly. You know, and fun. I'm
1: I've already started going back and watching some tidbits here and there, so we got some fresh stuff and uh we're gonna we're gonna plan on doing this Sutter cast, um right after the Christmas and hopefully have it out before New Year's and uh, really gonna put some effort into it and put some information that you know I think everybody will enjoy and hope everybody gives it a listen and uh, but other than that of course
0: give us notes, whatever you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if there was Feedback. an
1: episode in that entire season that just kind of, like, blew you away or there was a certain part or something, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Absolutely. You know, at Bleed Tv Podcast, BleedTVPodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, all that stuff. Talk about some spots you really like, and we'll we'll focus on some of those things, and we'll talk about, you know, what we liked and what we didn't, because I will tell you, Sons of Anarchy was not perfect but that's what I liked about a lot of it, too, is that, you know, it kind of twists and turns you a lot and gut-wrenched you here. And and so, you know, we're going we're gonna to be epically honest, but I think you're going to appreciate because that's what kind of podcast we are, you know. So uh, tune in for that. Like I said, that should be about a week or so, and uh, yep. we should have that out um also we uh, we did a podcast on the star wars um so that should be out and y'all you know give that a look see if you went out and watched it and you enjoyed it uh, or you didn't enjoy it whatever um we kind of did a, a short one you know 20-30 minutes talking about it it does contain things about the movie so if you haven't seen the movie i wouldn't suggest you really listen to the podcast on it yet <laughs> but uh you know if that's one of your things and you enjoyed it would you know listen to what we had to say about it we'd appreciate it and uh, any positive feedback you can send our way if you got a second to give us a review we'd really appreciate it you know reviews on itunes and reviews on stitcher and any other podcast you'd be surprised how much it really really helps us um you know if you subscribe to us that makes a big deal too you know even if you don't even really use the apple podcast app or any other ones you know just by clicking that subscribe button uh it really amps us up and helps our search engine and i'm just being straight up honest with you you know that's how it helps us and uh, we want to continue to give free content and deliver what we think and hope you enjoy it so
0: rate review
1: yeah. So other than that guys, I think we're gonna call it. Um unless you got anything else, bro.
0: No, that's it, man. I really yeah. enjoyed the season. Thanks y'all for Hey, yeah, really, really appreciate in. it.
1: Looking forward to next season. And um other than that, this is Bleed TV and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. We're out